Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXP and today is the 3rd of October 2022. Now we are in the last quarter of 2022 and I was hoping that the global crypto market is much better. The global crypto market is down and it is currently hovering around the $933 billion mark. Now what is really surprising is the volume of stable coins. Now this is worrisome. The volume of stable coins is down to $35.12 billion. Not only that guys, stablecoin accounts for 95.06% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume. And what I've been saying since the past 6 months or so is that this is really worrisome when you talk about stablecoins. Not only is the volume less but it also accounts for over 90% and since the last 24 hours it accounts for over 95% of the total crypto market volume. And the reason why this is worrisome is because Central banks all over the world will utilize this particular matrix and advertise and publish central bank digital currencies. Now, while I was preparing for this podcast, there was a really interesting article which was published by Richard Turing and he talked about three updates on central bank digital currencies. So, very briefly, I'm going to be talking about that in today's episode. And we'll also be talking about Coinbase who temporarily halted transactions only for US customers. So what is it that went wrong? Unfortunately, that thing has been fixed. Canby's customers in US can now utilize its services. And there's also some update regarding Wazir X Exchange from India. And unfortunately, they have laid off 40% of its employees. And few months ago, we talked about some drama between the CEO of Wazir X Exchange and CZ, who is the CEO of Binance. Now, what is really surprising is that the CEO of Fazerex Exchange did not know who the owner of the cryptocurrency exchange is. It sounds bizarre, but it is 100% true. In today's episode, I'm also going to be talking about a fintech organization from Switzerland called U-Holder. And they have signed a strategic partnership with an Italian football club. And we also have some news regarding NFTs. Now listen, if you're a fan of lawn tennis, NFT merges with lawn tennis and it is a legendary tennis player, Maria Sharapova, who's getting involved in NFTs and Web3 and quite a lot more. So I'll be talking about that in today's episode. And regarding UAE, I have two news as well. And first one is to do with Bikera. Now if you're into bikes and if you're into cycling, Bikera has teamed up with Binance and they're utilizing Binance Pay to accept virtual payments in the UAE. So brilliant use case. And the second news is about Aldo, which is a retail shoe giant. And they boast of technology and comfort. And they've actually went live with one of the projects dealing with NFTs. So I'm going to be talking about that in today's episode. Now there is not much news regarding NFTs per se, but there's still some news regarding NFTs and Aldo, the retail shoe giant. So welcome everyone, it's Atim here in Dubai and you're listening to Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse and how the series of episodes into Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And this is followed by Ask Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And every Fridays I have an episode called Metaverse Everything 
where we solely focus on Metaverse. So please check out those episodes as well. And the format for Metaverse Everything podcast is completely different. And what I tend to do is I also tend to publish a daily and weekly report via my LinkedIn profile. My LinkedIn profile is in the show notes below. Now before we kickstart today's episode, we have an important message, so check this out. Firstly guys, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store an app store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys, listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something well but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called Rise in the Obstacle Course Race. And Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from sandstorm to Spartan race, from tough mother to desert warrior challenge, and also the government golf games, and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get insights scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs, and these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Coast Race podcast. Next, Vertex Events have organized the first ever blockchain summit in the history of the World Expo on 10th to 11th of October 2021 at Dubai Expo 2022. Now, they are planning to organize a two-day blockchain summit in 2022 on the 14th and 15th of October at Grand Hyatt Dubai UAE. And Blockchain Dubai Summit is one of the most innovative and interactive summits in the Middle East. Industry leaders from the world of blockchain, digital assets will gather to discuss advantages of blockchain, crypto, DeFi, NFT and Metaverse, a brilliant event to network with leading personalities in the space. There are a couple of packages and opportunities for sponsorship. So click on the link below to know everything about Vortex events. And the website is vortexgroups.ae. Or also drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com. And finally guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets a hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France, and Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. Now, in today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge and this is where ledger kicks in so click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast it is a brilliant way to support this podcast so what are you waiting for the link is in the show notes below now since you've taken care of that let's look at the price of cryptocurrencies 
the global crypto market is down to 933.92 billion dollars now i was hoping that october does give a positive start because historically october has been bullish for bitcoin cryptocurrencies and nfts in general but since the last 24 hours the global crypto market is down by 0.13% the total crypto market volume over the last 24 hours is ridiculously low and it is down to 37.69 billion dollars now to be honest guys the 24 hour trading volume of 37.69 billion dollars might just be the lowest i have ever seen maybe going back to 2016 or 15 so i really need to check what is going on now since the last 24 hours it is down by 9.60% the other scary matrix is defi the total volume in defi is down to 3.72 billion dollars now as of 3rd of october the total value locked in defi is 54.87 billion dollars and make it our accounts for 13.86% and 7.61 billion dollars is locked in the MakerDAO protocol and DeFi accounts for 9.86% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume so the matrix is really not looking good at all the total crypto market is down to 37.69 billion dollars DeFi is down to 3.72 billion dollars since the last 24 hours the scariest thing is the volume of stable coins it is down to 35.12 billion dollars so probably on not sure what is going on out of the 35.12 billion dollars tether usdt accounts for 27.28 billion dollars whereas usdc accounts for 2.83 billion dollars and binance usd accounts for 4.55 billion dollars now i do understand the fact that this is a weekend and that's one of the reasons why the volume is ridiculously low but historically even if you look at the volume on saturdays or sundays it has not been that low and i'll also be talking about how coinbase halting its withdrawal and deposits for us customers if that has had an impact that being said the volume is ridiculously low and apart from that stablecoin accounts for 95.06% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume now let's quickly look at the market share 24 hour trading volume and dominance between bitcoin and ethereum Bitcoin's market share is 369 billion dollars whereas Ethereum's market share is 160 billion dollars. The 24-hour trading volume of Bitcoin is down to 18.2 billion dollars and Ethereum's 24-hour trading volume is 6.6 billion dollars. The dominance of Ethereum is 17.10% and Bitcoin's dominance is 39.60%. So the whole merge news for Ethereum has not had massive impact. on the market share 24 hour trading volume and the dominance for ethereum and once again guys because it is the last quarter of 2022 i really am hoping that the bitcoin price does tend to pump up because historically october has been a positive month for bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and one thing i just mentioned earlier as well is when the volume of stable coins is low and if it accounts for a massive chunk of the total cryptocurrency market it makes a perfect use case for central bank digital currencies to promote cbdc's and listen guys if you do want to find out more information about central bank digital currencies richard turing on linkedin constantly provides updates on central bank digital currencies and he just recently published an article literally 30 minutes before i was going live so i haven't read through it but i've just taken key points for that and i'm going to be trying to talk about that in today's episode but listen If you do want to find out more information about central bank digital currencies, 
go through LinkedIn, follow Richard Turing, and he provides constant updates, sometimes even twice or thrice a day, irrespective of Mondays, Saturdays, or Sundays. He's non-stop talking about central bank digital currencies. Now, he's a massive advocate of CBDCs and not cryptocurrencies. Now, what he mentioned in the post is that there are three big central bank digital stories for the weekend. And the first one is Digital Euro has delivered on its promises on privacy. So, I'm very briefly going to talk about that. He also talked about Hong Kong is going full on ahead with its EHKD, with its E-Hong Kong dollars. And Australia has piloted its new central bank digital currencies. And interestingly, they are doing that via Ethereum. First, let me quickly talk about Digital Euro that is tackling privacies. So the first news that he talked about is about privacy and this would be absolutely massive. But in the article, what he's mentioned is that central banks in Europe have realized that people have really strong concern on privacy. So in the article, what it states is that the validating of these transactions will not be done by the central banks, but will be done by the regular banks itself. So how it's going to work is the central banks will be issuing the central bank digital currencies, but the validating aspect will not be done by the central bank because that gives them access to each and every information. Instead, the validating part will be done by the banks. So think of it that the banks will play the role of miners and uh, the central bank will be the one who will be issuing these coins. A really interesting concept. Now, what I'm going to be doing is later on in the month, I do have a session talking about central bank digital currencies. So I'm definitely going to be explaining this in detail. So if you do want to find out when that event is, go to eventbrite.com. But to be honest, I haven't added this topic. And this is a really, really interesting topic. What I do think is central bank digital currencies do have access to a lot of information. But with this news, it would mean that central bank digital currencies will not be spying on your information. So definitely brilliant and positive news at a macro level. The second news is about Hong Kong. Now, Hong Kong is planning to be the world's leading central bank digital currency exchange. And MCBDCs, that is multiple central bank digital currencies, the world's first CBD exchange platform, is currently live now in Hong Kong. And this week, Bank of International Settlement announced that MCBDC has transferred $22 million in cross-border value. Now, this might look like a ridiculously small volume, but... This is the trial period. I wouldn't be surprised if this number goes 10x or maybe 50x much more in the next coming months or in the next coming years. And finally, regarding Australia, the Reserve Bank of Australia has published a CBDC pilot white paper for its EAUD, that is E-Australian dollar. And interestingly, the pilot will run on the Ethereum blockchain, which has already led some to claim that the Reserve Bank of Australia is going to build its central bank digital currencies on blockchain. So it's going to be really interesting how central bank digital currencies will work in an open blockchain. And last week, I also talked about the central bank in Norway. What they have done is they are planning to do something similar and they are doing a trial work on the Ethereum blockchain and they've also made the code completely open source. Now listen guys, if central bank digital currencies do make the code completely open source, and if they implement zero-knowledge proof, and if the validators are done by banks, in that case, the privacy is in place. And more importantly, central bank digital currencies do bank the unbanked. Now, is it something that Satoshi Nakamoto 
when he wrote his white paper intended we'll just have to wait and see how this thing materializes but on the second line of satoshi nakamoto's bitcoin white paper he did actually say the main benefits are lost if a trusted third party is required to prevent double spending and that's where the question about privacy uh, the role of miners kicks in and what has happened right now is that coinbase had temporarily halted transactions for its us customers so apparently they did have some kind of a problem and because of that they had temporarily halted it now i do believe that the halt was roughly for around 4 to 6 hours that has been fixed so if you are a coinbase user at the moment that news has been fixed and coin gecko did provide an article that talked that during those 4 hours or during the last 24 hours coinbase had seen nearly 569 million dollars worth of trading volume on its exchange now could this have had an impact of low volumes in the global crypto market and stable coins are really i'm not sure because there are other cryptocurrency exchanges and we're not only talking about the united states of america but we're talking about the other parts of the world as well now let's talk about some not so positive news and this is to do with wazoo x exchange coindesk which is one of the leading online publication for cryptocurrencies has reported that india's number one exchange that is wazir x exchange has laid off 50 to as many 70 employees or 40 percent of exchanges workforce and in that article it has mentioned what kind of employees has been laid off so definitely not a good news for cryptocurrency market in general and especially for india now the ceo and founder of wazir x exchange that is nishal shetty if you go through his twitter profile since the last few days he's been really positive so far as web 3 is concerned in his Twitter feed, he's been saying that what is going on for the past 240 days, 241 days, 242 days. So go through his Twitter profile. Now, you might agree or you might disagree to what he's saying because some of the things that he's mentioning in Twitter, personally, I do not agree to because he's talking a lot about Web3. Now, I think that Bitcoin is Web3. So there is very little difference between Web2 and Web3. According to me, Web3 is just a gimmick to get investors and venture capitalists to throw in funds for your project. Now, speaking of Web3, Jamie Song, who is the Bitcoin maximalist, he has an excellent video, or should I say rant, with Somi Arian, and they were discussing Bitcoin versus Web3. Now, I must say that the host Somi Arian, she did an absolutely excellent and beautiful job in asking Jamie Song the right question. She was extremely calm, and uh, during the interview, she kept on saying that, you know, very few people have acquired Bitcoin. Because of that, Bitcoin is in centralized entities and very few people own Bitcoin. Now, surprisingly, Jimmy Song, for the very first time, tried to get our rate and he wasn't giving the right answer. Other than that, Jimmy Song was absolutely brilliant in the video as well. And he was explaining what we need to focus on is only Bitcoin. And I do agree to what Jimmy Song is saying. Now, historically, he's been saying a lot of good things regarding Bitcoin. He has a couple of really good informational videos with Peter McCormack going back to 2017, 2018 and 19. I believe he has four or five videos with Peter McCormack from what Bitcoin did. And guys, this whole narrative of Lightning Network, not blockchain, is the ideal use case. Is something which I personally agree to it as well. Because if you look at it, Lightning Network does solve a lot of the problems that other blockchain protocols do not solve. Now let's talk about some news from Switzerland. Now a fintech company called U Hodler, they have signed a two-season crypto partnership deal 
with an Italian football club called Torino. Now, if you are a football fanatic and if you are from Italy, you definitely need to go and check this particular project. Now, Elia Volko, who is the CEO and founder of Uhodlo, has some really nice things which are mentioned in an article provided by Finance Magnets. So look guys, football or soccer, UFC, sports and lawn tennis getting into cryptocurrencies does get a lot of mainstream attention and definitely helps with mainstream adoption as well. Now the second news that I'm going to be talking about is to do with lawn tennis and tennis legend Maria Sharapova had an interview with Cointelegraph and this interview was at the Binance Blockchain Week which happened in Paris and she was discussing her growing interest in NFTs and a passion for Web3 and quite a lot more and the passion for bringing more women into Web3. If you go through the article, it does provide a clear transcript, so definitely worth checking out. She is, if not, one of the legends in lawn tennis. Now guys, let's look at two news from UAE, that is by Kera, and they have teamed up with Binance Pay to accept virtual payments in the UAE. So what is Bikera? Bikera is an organization that offers biking, e-bikes and e-scooters and they are located in Al Qus which is an industrial area in Dubai. So it's spelled as Bikera which is B for bike, I for India, K for kite, E for elephant, E for elephant, R for Roger, A for alpha.com and uh, they tend to have a lot of community events and listen if you are in Dubai or in UAE and if you are into bikes or if you're into fitness, you definitely need to go and check it out. They have several community rides and every Mondays they have e-bike ride and Wednesdays and Saturdays they have a road bike ride as well. And on 14th of November, they have a massive community event that focuses on the future of sustained mobility. So the news is that they have partnered with Binance and by using Binance Pay, they're going to let customers pay with virtual cryptocurrencies. And Binance Pay is a contactless borderless and secure cryptocurrency payment technology developed or designed by Binance so you can shop with crypto or send crypto to friends and family worldwide. Now I did go through Binance Pay website and the hashtag that uses crypto lifestyle. Now listen guys if you are one of the users of Binance Pay let me know your experience mention them in the comments below. Now on the website it says that Binance currently supports more than 50 cryptocurrencies and UAE I'm not clear as to how many cryptocurrencies do they support. Do they support all cryptocurrencies or do they only support Bitcoin, Ethereum and Binance? So the news is that Bikeria has teamed up with Binance Pay to accept virtual payments in the UAE and payments can be made for the purchase of bicycles, scooters, electric mobility, vehicles, gears and services on the website Orange Store in Dubai. Now I did go through the website and when you click on the card and then you click on the checkout button, it does give you an option to pay via Binance absolutely easier user experience. Now the alliance makes Bikeria one of the first companies in the UAE to accept virtual asset payments through Binance Pay and the first cycling mobility company to offer the customers the choice of paying in cryptocurrencies. So the settlements will be facilitated by Binance and the crypto to crypto gateway will support various crypto assets such as BNB, Bitcoin and Ethereum so definitely a great move to accept cryptocurrencies as part of the payment. And the CEO of Bikeria that is Anthony Buketera said Bikeria aims to provide sustainable mobility alternatives that promote a healthy lifestyle and a better planet. By partnering up with Binance we are giving more flexibility to customers in terms of payment methods. We are proud to have been selected as one of the first companies in this program 
and would like to congratulate Binance on the recent announcement about receiving the MVP license from Dubai's Virtual Asset Regulatory Authority or VARA. This most recent license is an acknowledgement of the compliance and safety processes behind the Binance ecosystem, so definitely a great news for fitness freaks, definitely great news for Dubai and cryptocurrency as well. Now guys, let's talk about the second news and uh, this is just a very short and sweet news and this is about Aldo, true retail giant and they boast the technology and comfort with a live NFT. So very briefly going to talk about this, I won't go into detail and Aldo boasts technology and comfort with a live NFT. Now, if you are in Dubai, if you're going to any Aldo shows, you will see something to do with pink colors and I'm going to talk about what that is. So the global footwear and accessories label Aldo maintain its momentum with a glamorous event celebrating the launch of the Pillow Walk collection on the 20th of September and the event was held at Dubai's newest venue called as the Birdcage and Birdcage is located in Pullman Hotel which is at Business Bay. Now if you do want to find out more information on Instagram, the Instagram handle for Birdcage is Birdcage Dubai. The event unveiled collection of UAE's popular fashion personalities and influencers. It included a unique live NFT activation in partnership with renowned celebrity artist and photographer Walid Shah, which provided its guests the opportunity to have the photos taken and digitally printed for immediate sale. If you go to any of the Aldo stores in UAE, I'm not sure if this is all over the world, but they have a couple of photographs with pillow walks and these pillows are really tiny and they are pink in color. It's a really, really catchy and really interesting concept. So the hashtag is hashtag Aldo Pillow Walk. And the Pillow Walk technology has been developed with molded sock foam that strategically provides extra padding at the heels and the balls of the feet for an all-day dreamy comfort. The dual density foam formula helps absorb impact and releases comfortably scrapping the break-in period. So if you want to find out more information about what the NFT is, you can go to aldoshoes.me. Now really I'm not sure if this is a concept which is done all over the world or is it only in the Middle East. So definitely some interesting news regarding NFTs. So that's all for today guys on the Crypto and Coffee 8 from Blockchain DXB. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxb.com and you can also check out my website that is www.blockchaindxb.com and you can also check out my other website that is area2071.com that talks everything about Metaverse. And if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5 star rating and share the word across. Now for the next few minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So let's get started with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXB. You're listening to the Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, pure blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. And remember, Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8:30 a.m., we have Crypto and Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, pure blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. This is followed by two news and information related to Dubai, UAE, and Middle East from the cryptocurrency world. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. 
I have a question by Faisal who asks, can you tell us what is Lightning Network and what are the best resources to learn on Lightning Network? Now, Faisal, this is such a brilliant question. Now, I'll try to explain at a very, very basic level what Lightning Network is. Now, Lightning Network is essentially transactions between two people before going on to the blockchain. So, let's say if you and me were to make transactions rather than me sending you funds directly via the Bitcoin blockchain network, what we do is you and me, we open up a channel and the wallet does everything. So, we don't need to worry about that. So, in the wallet, there will be an option to make a transactions using Lightning Network. So, we open a channel. That is, you open a channel, I open a channel. What we can do is we can do transactions back and forth. So, it doesn't have to be one transactions. We can do one, two, ten, hundred, a thousand transactions. After we close the channel, it's then when this transaction detail gets added onto the blockchain. Only after closing the transaction, this gets added onto the blockchain and then the transaction details are on the blockchain. So that is at a very, very, very basic level what Lightning Network is. At a macro level, Lightning Network, I think, does solve blockchain trilemma problem as well. It offers scalability, it offers security, and it also tackles decentralization or distribution as I like to call it. But Lightning Network currently is still at an infancy stage. And some of the detractors of Lightning Network, they would say that Lightning Network is lightning years away and they are probably right as well. Now I do think Lightning Network will take at least maybe 3 to 5 years down the line to be mainstream and if that thing happens, to be honest, we don't even need protocols such as Ethereum and a lot of the Bitcoin maximalists, they say that what Ethereum should have done is just focus on Lightning Network. There are a couple of protocols in Lightning Network that can be used for other cryptocurrencies as well. So essentially when you're talking about Bitcoin, you have Lightning Network, you have Liquid Network and then you have something called a Spin Chat. Now in Lightning Network, you can also develop a couple of apps or decentralized apps or dApps. Now what I do in my podcast, I have a dApp called as Fountain. So you're more than welcome to download it as well. So that works on Podcasting 2.0. So listeners can pay me directly in Sats or Satoshis and I have received quite a lot of Satoshis just by doing my podcast as well. Now, going back to your second part of your questions, where can you get best resources? What I would recommend is, and this is purely depending on your technical knowledge on Bitcoin, I would recommend Andrea Santanopoulos. He has some really good videos explaining what Lightning Network is. Ivan on Tech, he had a couple of really good videos going back to 2019 on explaining what Lightning Network is. And uh, Strike, which is an app which is currently in the US that uses Lightning Network and Jack Mollus. Unfortunately, in Dubai, that thing is not operating yet. But if you can find out some information, I think Strike, which is by Jack Mollus, that gives detailed information of what Lightning Network is. And Bitcoin, which was made illegal tender in El Salvador, utilizes Lightning Network. Now, I'm not a fan of Jack Mollus, the way he speaks, but I have to respect him because he was invited, I believe it was, by... Uh, the International Monetary Fund to talk about Lightning Network. And uh, in one of the presentations, the organizers are said how Jack Mollers or Strike is trying to change the world. So what he did, he changed the topic and said how Bitcoin is going to change the world and how Lightning Network is going to change the world. So he changed the title from Jack Mollers and Strike and replaced that with Bitcoin and Lightning Network. So definitely a massive respect for that. So Lightning Network, at a very basic level, what it is, is you can do transactions between two people. 
and you close the transactions, then that information gets uploaded onto the blockchain protocol. And then they require a lot of technical elements in the sense that, you know, the transaction is known only between both of us. And now uh, if, let's say, there's a third party, so let's say, Fasil, if it's you, me, and there's another person, I can still send my Bitcoin to the other person using you and I do not necessarily need to know you. And that's how the entire network is built. So it's really, really interesting information. Unfortunately, you know, I can't explain that all on the podcast. Now, if you are in Dubai and in UAE, this Saturday, there is a session called Crypto with Coffee. And this happens in Dubai Marine Plaza. So look up Crypto with Coffee. So most likely this Saturday, I will be talking about Lightning Network. And what I'm going to be doing is, guys, I'll be talking about Lightning Network at a very basic level and at an advanced level as well. Usually what I tend to do is I talk about these concepts at the basic level, advanced level and technical level. Now, the Saturday session, to be honest, I'm not competent yet to talk about the technical aspects in terms of, you know, the coding of it. But I'll definitely give more information about, you know, the basic level and the advanced level of Lightning Network. So if you're free in Dubai, you're more than welcome to join. The events are completely free, of course. Every Saturdays, they have an event at Dubai Marine Plaza. Look up Crypto with Coffee. And starts on 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. So you're more than welcome to join as well. And the other resource vessel, what I would like to recommend is go to Blockstream. Blockstream's website does have the white paper for Lightning Network. And they have quite a lot of powerful resources on Lightning Network and Liquid Network as well. So go to blockstream.com. You'll find loads of information regarding Lightning Network. So that's all for today, guys. If you ask me anything serious on Blockchain DXB, in case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info at blockchaindxp.com and check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com and guys check out my website area2071.com that talks everything about Metaverse and remember Monday to Thursdays 8am to 8.30am we have Crypto and Coffee at 8 where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, Blockchain, Pure Blockchain, Cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse and how the series of episodes under Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is they usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and have a great day. Bye-bye. 